Derek Floyd here, Beautiful Now Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Beautiful Now Live. Now, this is the segment where I interview special guests about things that are topical, relevant to you, your family, and your community, and even your daily life. And if you enjoy that type of content, do me a favor. Hit a pause right now. Stop right where you are and hit me with a like or subscribe to the channel. This lets me get the most updated content to you as soon as it's available. And don't forget to hit the little gray bell right next to the actual subscribe section, which gives you the notification that new content is there. Last but not least, and most importantly for me, if you do enjoy this kind of content, please share it with a friend. I want to make sure everybody leaves uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Now, today's segment is kind of unique because I'm bringing back a guest that I had about a year ago. And we've all been dealing with the pandemic and how it's affected our live entertainment, like concerts and sporting events, things of that nature. And the gentleman I had here is actually a professional in the music industry. And we talked originally about could live entertainment survive COVID? Could it survive the pandemic? And our discussion will change a little bit because now we're in the middle of where things have landed. And the actual question now is, can we bring live entertainment back safely? Because we've seen some of our concert tours come back. We've seen Broadway come back. Things are slowly making their way. But can we actually bring it back safely for you? for me and all of our families? And that's the question we're gonna ask my friend today. And I think you're gonna find some of the answers rather unique. And will you please help me welcome my incredible old friend, Mr. Bruce Hendricks. Bruce, are you there for me, brother? Talk to me. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> greetings, greetings. There he is, man. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. I'm uh, getting back to work. Everything's kind of uh, getting a little better in my world. Ah, man, that's great to hear. And, and and I feel like it's actually been a year since we talked, since since I've seen you from the last interview, almost. Uh, yeah, last October. <laughs> wow. Wow, a lot has happened since then, no? Indeed. And nothing has happened for a lot of that time. <laughs> yeah. and, and who knew this pandemic thing would last this long? Like, no one had a clue, right? I mean, originally, what, we were told, it, you know, six weeks of isolation. And, yeah. And now, 18 or more months later, we're, we're, we're facing Delta variant. And, yeah, man. You know, it's going to be with us for a long time, I'm afraid. I think so, too. I think so, too. Which brings us to our question today. And so thanks for stopping by and making the time. I know you're super busy. Uh, when you were here last, we asked the question, could live entertainment survive COVID, and now it's, you know, 10, 12 months later, it's been a tough haul. Um, you know, I would say you're a professional, been in the music industry for many, many years. Um, tell, the, tell the subscribers, first of all, what your title is and what you do and how long you've been doing it. I wear many hats. Um, the term keyboard tech is kind of the most closely what describes I do. I look after bands, pianos, organs, synthesizers. I also deal with anything that, you know, is computer based, whether the artist wants to record in their tour bus, they come to me to set the studio up. I've been 
doing this, I mean, realistically, my whole life, since I was 12 or 13, I got in professionally at a arena level um, since two, uh, since 1999. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, 22 years now of uh, loading cases all over the planet for rock bands. And you work with artists like... Ranging from Aerosmith is a big client, Fleetwood Max, Stevie Nicks, Mary J. Blige, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> uh, wow. Per, per, currently, I am working for the band Journey. Oh, my gosh. And see, I'm such a big Journey fan. My wife is, too. So super stoked to hear about that. We'll have to come back to that offline because I want to hear about the tour. <laughs> so, but, Copy uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> but with with all this experience, you'd be the perfect person to talk about what it's like, you know, on the road. And, and before you even go there, how has COVID affected your livelihood? Because you've been doing this all your life. Yeah, um, the last show I had done was in February fifteenth of two thousand twenty. I went home. I was expecting to return for another engagement in Vegas with Aerosmith, followed by pretty much the entire rest of my year booked. Um, And it all went away. Everything just went away overnight. Just poof? Gone? It literally went poof. Um, Wow. when, When the... The biggest promoter in the United States decided to pull the plug on all of their buildings. I mean, it literally, everybody went home. Every piece of sound equipment and lighting equipment and bus and truck parked, got sent back to the shop. And we were out for the majority of a year. There were small things. Um with limited limited crew finally this summer uh we've started to ramp back up um it's very different than it was before but uh but we're getting back to work um people love live music people's souls depend on live music and a little virus wasn't going to shut that down Mm. Mm. wow well, with that thought in mind, you know, the last time we spoke, we asked the question, could live entertainment survive COVID? You're saying it couldn't shut it down. But now that some time has passed, has your answer changed or is it the same? And what do you think? Well, we started seeing artists go to virtual performances. We started seeing, you know, writing sessions, new albums coming out of nowhere artists were just stuck at home so no i mean nothing is going to stop live music till the end of time it's (laughs) it's something that is in everyone's heart music means so much to people now more than ever and um so we're just moving on we've adapted we've changed we've come up with ways we never would have thought of how to, sure. to work in the industry, but we're moving ahead. Wow. Wow. So that means, you know, with this next question, with the, the Delta variant just ripping through the big cities, New York, LA, Chicago, Atlanta, the big ones, you know, are you starting to see a lot of cancellations again? And do you think 
that that's the right thing to do during these circumstances, just cancel the tour again? We most certainly are seeing cancellations. I personally was uh, supposed to be working for an artist much of last month, and that all went away. Um, the artist decided it wasn't safe. You've got Garth Brooks pulled the plug on his tour. Uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails pulled their tour. But other bands are moving along. And I mean, you look at Kiss. The two main members of Kiss both tested positive for COVID after they were vaccinated. And the concerts were vaccination required or proof of a negative COVID and still the two rock stars ended up sick. Mm. So it, it's a tough, tough thing to do and keep everyone safe. But you gotta you know you gotta jump in the water. We we've got to get back to doing this. Um and we just want people to do it as safely as possible. Um and so we can continue working. But yeah, unfortunately, several tours are getting canceled right now because that Delta variant. Mm-hmm. And and you've been on the road as of late. You've been out and about and had some, some yep. success getting back on the road. So have you seen any particular ways that you think we could adapt to bring things back safely? Are there certain protocols? What have you seen that worked and what have you seen that hasn't worked? Well, first and foremost, the promoters, the buildings, they are going on the side of safety. And the most of the buildings are requiring that you are vaccinated to get into the show or you have to take a COVID test, rapid test right there at the door for an extra fee. Or you can have a, a rapid test that's within, I think, 48, 72 hours. You know, we're trying not to just, you know, we, we want the assurance that you're you're safe to get into the building. Um, but that's not going to stop it. And people are going to end up, you know, sick. Um, but we look at the numbers. I did the Lollapalooza show in Chicago. And... It was 100,000 people, and they can trace maybe 300 cases where people got COVID. 100,000 people? Wow. 100,000 people in Chicago. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, somebody had to have COVID now, just from sheer numbers, just from sheer physical numbers. Yeah. But um, but Mm -hmm. we pulled it Mm -hmm. off. The people, the crowd was insane. And I mean, I work for a legacy band, for lack of a better term. They've been mm-hmm. around fifty years now. Is it and, really fifty years? Whoa! Yeah, wow. yeah. This is uh, wow. 2022. Is the fiftieth anniversary of Journey, wow. and we're going to see them doing a lot of things next year. Some big stuff um, to celebrate, but Lollapalooza really isn't a journey crowd and those kids went crazy (laughs) i don't think they'd ever seen a real band with all the current you know track acts and dancer acts i don't think they've ever seen somebody just own a guitar and wail on it like neil sean can do 
Um, yeah. you know, it was interesting, though. We had mosh pits during Don't Stop Believing. It was pretty <laughs> funny. Wow, mosh pits. Yep. I haven't seen that in quite a few years, man. You're dating me here. You're taking me back. Yep. Well, <laughs> Lollapalooza is all very, about very interesting artists coming together. So Journey shared the stage with Limp Biscuit. Mm. About as far apart as you can get. Yeah, left to right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, wow. speaking of Limp Biscuit. A week after they play Lollapalooza, they canceled their tour. Yeah, <laughs> so the, that's my point. Can it, it, we we talk about we have to keep it going somehow? But there's got to be some protocols in place that either you've seen or are looking at or hearing from that are able to try to at least limit the exposure. I mean, people aren't wearing masks to the concert, are they? They're not. Yeah. Do yeah. I do I wear a mask at the concert? I most certainly do. You know, uh, you know when, when you look out that crowd. sea of people, you see that sea of people out there, and you see no mask. Do you get concerned? Yep. I do. That That's why I wear my mask for pretty much the time I enter the building. Around anybody, I just keep it on. I'm, I feel safer. Science has pretty much said you're better off with it on sure. and uh you know i've i've been a child of science my whole life i mean what <laughs> i do is based off of electronics and sure. uh so uh i i trust the science and trust the doctors that um you know make it so but um yeah i it's a slippery slope because we want people to get back to the, the new norm or back to the norm and the new norm people, you know, do I like wearing a mask? No, I can't stand it, but I'm just what it is nowadays. We can't travel. You know, a lot of my job is sitting in airports and sitting on a flight and mm -hmm. in a ground transportation and you just have to be safe. Still Delta sure. variant is nothing to be messing with. Um, mm -hmm. As, and you know, you I know, speak from experience with it. It's no joke. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've um, just today, um, I've got two good friends who tested positive. I have one of the local um, stagehand union here in town, one of the higher ups. He just passed from COVID this afternoon. So, mm. Mm. Uh, so sorry. So it, sorry to hear that. Yeah, man. It's. Um, you know, you, people you've worked with, I, you know, I, I remember the first person that I had heard got it. And now, and I could kind of keep track, mm. but now it's like so many of my coworkers, so many mm -hmm. people, and they're still suffering, whether they can't smell or they can't oh, taste yeah. or yeah. they still, their, bo their body in energy is just completely zapped. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you guys, that's the safe, terrible guys. thing. We're, this thing, this thing, it continues to last. Like even once the virus yep. is quote unquote gone and you can't find it in your body anymore, the effects that it's left on your body is what we're really dealing with right now. It's just, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's difficult for so many. Um, and most time that we're hearing from people that I've talked to, they've all been vaxxed and they still had this Delta variant catch them. So it's just been murder, you know? Yep. 
Yep. And I, you I, I, I assume you're vaxxed. You got to be vaxxed out there. Oh, I was first in line. I could get it. <laughs> well, yeah. anything to get me back to work. Um, yeah. So, you know, and um, I mean, it has become the ba- the bands that I work for. It's not an option. It is now That's a requirement for employment. It's it. So that's um, what I was going to say. Are, are the tours in most of the places that you're going to now requiring vaccination before you walk in the door to be, to still be working? Absolutely. There is no major artist in the country in the world that is going to risk a million dollar tour because of an unvaccinated employee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you got to I mean, think if there's musicians out there, artists, professionals, music professionals, I would call yourself. Um, you know, if they're not vaccinated, they just refuse to do it. You're probably not going to work right now, right? You are. You are not going to work right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's it's literally a fact. I mean, I'm sure there are baby bands. You know, not super huge bands that are just getting out there and doing it. But you know, I refer to them. At, a-list or arena bands you know they've sold a million records or more you're not going to work for them without a shot um i mean i just had a situation where uh, a keyboard tech for an artist he actually cannot get the vaccination uh, for health reasons and he's out of work and i had to actually go cover him on a show this past week um, and it's very frustrating for him because his health issue just keeps him from getting vaccinated. Wow, wow, and that is an issue. And some people they cannot get it, so I get that yeah. for sure. You know, um, you know, I think I'm diving further into the, you know, the arena bands is one area, but what about like the smaller little local bar dives where you, you know, the Nashvilles and small towns where you need to come in and just jam out? Do you feel like that can sustain this kind of? long-term pandemic issue can they come in and wear a mask in a little small bar it's it's hard Derek I mean it's people just want to get back to normal when it's not safe personally I'm not going to be going to the local club to see a band play Uh, and that's another thing that you know we've talked I've come back everything has been an outdoor show Sure. Every single thing I've done has been outdoors. Um, bringing it back inside, especially a small room like that, you know, uh, it's going to be very, very difficult for the, you know, the where up and coming bands go to. Here we have a, a place in my hometown called the V Club. The Loud uh, is another name for it, and they're slowly trying to come back, but. People aren't coming out to see the bands inside right now. People are still, a lot of people are still scared. Sure. And and rightfully so, rightfully so. And rightfully uh, so. Yeah. And it's it's very difficult for the owners. You know, with, you know, they're, we've made a mask something way more than just taking care of yourself and others. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to cross over that to, to say you know you have to wear the mask if you're in our club um so um we're just seeing everything about live music change 
Um, well, you said something about new have, normal or old normal. Is yeah, I think it's going to be another normal. I don't know if we can ever turn it back. This this virus isn't going anywhere tomorrow, and even if we go through another year no. of this, we're going to have to reshift how we enjoy live entertainment. It just may have to change, don't you think? Well, I think, but just turn on the television and watch the football games in the past yeah. couple of days. How many masks <laughs> yeah. did you see? Exactly. We're all, I mean, I mean, I'm guessing, you know, I hate to say this, are we just trying to kill off all the vaccine, unvaccinated people? It's crazy, because man. It's crazy the way people are just not taking this seriously. It's like COVID all of a sudden. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm a diabetic. I'm in a high risk group. Mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, I've got friends who are sick right now and I see how sick they are and I'm just, I'm better off still isolating and keeping that mask on and, you know, buying stock and hand sanitizer. Yeah. I was going to say, wash those hands, bring your gloves. Oh you know. yeah. <laughs> and I can imagine with you, you're in music gear, man. Everybody's got their hands on stuff. I mean, there's way more hands touching stuff in your arena than in most. So I can oh. only imagine you're probably masked up and hand sanitizer, everything, right? Um, I have a mask. I use a face shield. I'm yeah. directly, I'm directly interfacing with the artist. Mm-hmm. I am touching their keyboards. Oh, After yeah. the fact, it gets yeah. it gets sprayed down. The last job I was on, I was actually asked to wear rubber gloves anytime I handled the artist's instruments. Now, let me tell you, it's pretty hard to play a keyboard and especially a guitar when you got rubber gloves on. But sure. we got through it and everybody was safe. And, um, you know, as I said, it's will. Most every guy out there is willing to do whatever it takes to get back to making music for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know, as we, as you and I have talked, we we keep thinking about the new normal, what that could be, and as as the pandemic continues, if it gets worse again, could it survive another shutdown? Is that even possible? It's going to survive no matter. Because live music that will go back to Zoom and television concerts and, you know, remember when Elton John played in his backyard for everybody? How cool was that? <laughs> that was pretty mad cool, I have to admit. Yeah. That was pretty mad I cool. know, we got to see something no one ever got to see with was just sure. him playing his songs. Um, yeah, yeah. So shutdown it's not going to stop live music it's certainly going to hurt a lot of people financially mm. i personally you know can i do another round of shutdowns and not having a job for another year nope so we'll we'll see um yeah everybody everybody's all about 2022 and massive massive shows multiple mm. stadium shows but we'll yeah. see but when you have our our, our local um music shows like our nam show which is a big music show for professionals and music professionals across the country music retailers as well um close their show for january for the first time in years they've closed this enormous event 
and it's the, one of the biggest events for music retailers, professionals yep. of, of all time. When you see them move it, I thought, okay, they're they're still holding on. We're we're making sure this is safe. This thing's not done because they're they would. Yep. It's way too many dollars involved <laughs> to move a show like that. Like you said, it's way too many dollars to 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 shut down a Garth Brooks tour. That's millions of dollars for a lot of people. Shut that tour down. So he must have really oh, yeah. felt like, nah, he he just wouldn't risk. He didn't want to risk it, you know. But when you risk, no. when you shut it down, that's so much money, you know. It it is, you know, some tours can be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that I've heard people talk is that some of these shows are just too big to fail. Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. There, there's a certain legacy band from England that is touring <laughs> the States right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm going to go see them at the end of the month because it's the <laughs> last chance I'll get to see them. There and you go. I will I will be sporting my mask with a big tongue on the front uh, without saying what band it is. But I will be sporting a mask at the show. Yeah. Uh, Oh wow! But um, at some point, it is the the business is so large. I mean, it's someone said it's like you know the work live entertainment's a trillion dollar industry worldwide. Mm-hmm. We we keep remembering that it's just not concerts; it's plays and Broadway yeah. and the whole thing, dance and everything, and then you get into trade shows and. Mm-hmm corporate outings and yeah. there's so yeah. much that you know any place that you need a sound system or a couple lights or a video wall that's people in in masses and that's you know going to be affected it's true it's true it's true yep. even when you think of these mega churches the monster churches you know there's oh, yeah. thousands of people coming together in those buildings every day and they can't shut church when they shut church down Ever? Are you going to require a mask? How is this going to shift in the next six to eight months? We just don't know. We just don't know. Well, and they tried in a lot of places, a lot of churches where where I live personally. They figured it out. They went to virtual. They they did what they could, you know, um, especially for the the older church members. It just wasn't safe last year. You know, even yeah. this time last year. So, um, you know, I, again, it's back to that term, the new normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so. we, we are so glad you stopped by just to kind of give us a, a review of what's happening yeah. out there. And even though you, you have explained that it will go on, and I think you're right. I think in some way, shape, or form, some fashion, live entertainment will continue to move. It may not move as fast, but it will move. And yep. I think you said it right, too, that some of these tours are so big. They're just gonna take the risk, you know. It's, it's it, you can't shut it down. Now, that's why I was so surprised when Garth Brooks shut his down because he's one of the one of the biggest concerts of the year. And for him to say yeah. no, that shocked me. Um, but then there are others that say yes and they take the risk. And I, I just think, like you said, if we all just put on our mask and wash our hands and just be safe, we can probably yeah. pull this off. But you know, I just well, don't know if we got that much discipline, you know. Well, my fingers are crossed right now. I am supposed to be doing, um, and this might be not supposed to say this, but the band I work for, Journey, has Mm -hmm. a residency coming up at Las Vegas at the new Virgin uh, 
hotel. So nice, nice. And that's in that's right after Thanksgiving through Christmas. So Journey yeah. is going to be out in Las Vegas trying to bring it back. Um, I can't wait to get back out yeah. on the road and, and do it every night. And uh, you know, it is a yeah. dream gig for me. This this was one of my bucket lists. I, yeah. uh, the, I mean, the first song I ever taught myself to play on piano was a Journey song. It was probably Faithfully. Um, Come on, man. No, it was Who's Crying Now. Oh, and that's a great one, too. Well, because the right hand and the left hand kind of did their own thing at different times. Uh-huh. And for someone who was a new keyboard player, it's a fairly easy song yeah, to, to figure out. Yeah. yeah, but faith, Faithfully <laughs> and all the others came later. So, uh, nice. It's a gig I've always wanted. Um, and then to get the opportunity and to come in and just be part of an amazing 50-year organization. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it was pretty special. So uh, well, I hope if, to see If they the come to Charlotte, concert. get me tickets. I'm coming. I'm going to put my mask on, oh, that's, and I'm coming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's where I'm going to see that legacy band. That, um, that, legacy that band. special band, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Well, if, if, if right you on. come with, with Journey, I'm in, because I'm going to say, hey. Copy that. <laughs> well, we'll... Let's try to do something with that, and uh, we uh, let's talk again in uh, you know An- next another year. Another six months, uh, yeah, six months, two years yeah. to see where we are. And uh, as yeah. always, man, hopefully, thank you for just spending the time. And, and hopefully next year I'll be in a hotel room in some place in Europe doing this interview with you on the road. <laughs> that would be amazing. We're praying right for it, bro. We're we praying for you with that one for sure. And as Thanks always, so much. man. Thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate you. You've always been great to us, always been good to me, and uh, just appreciate your friendship, and I know that you, you're staying safe out there, and that's the most important thing to me. Keep yourself safe. Keep those hands washed. Keep your mask on. We want to see you back yep. here next year. Rock on, everyone. See you out there. You got it. And as you guys are watching the program, I hope you guys enjoyed this small segment with Bruce. You know, He gave us just a bird's-eye view of what it's like out there on the road. And I want you guys to be safe. You hear that there are thousands upon thousands of people that are counting on us to be safe so that they can go back out and do their job. You know, Bruce's main job is to be out there for you, getting the music started, keeping people coming, making sure the instruments are tuned and ready to rock and roll, making sure your bands can be up there on stage. If we don't do our part, he can't do his part and no one wins. So let's be safe out there. Let's wash those hands. Let's wear those masks. Let's get this done, guys, so that we can get on the other side of this thing. And hopefully next year we won't be talking about it nearly as bad as we are now. We hope to see you guys soon. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time at the Beautiful Now podcast. Have a great one, guys. Take care.